Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Crypt Design. I'm on the Crypt Design. I'm on the Crypt Design. Oh, that was my favorite song for uh, much of like the the first five years after it came out. I love that song so I, much. I, 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 I'll be. On it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in the hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> it just went when it does that part. It really feels like you can just like throw whatever's in your hands in the air. To go back to 2005. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I am Jack. Yep. You are Miles. Yep. Uh, and hey, here are a couple things that are trending mm-hmm. uh, that. I feel like everybody, uh, all your most like basic uh, relatives are going to have some opinions on. Uh, let's start with <laughs> John Gruden. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So what's what's going on with this Gruden guy? I mean, what, what what's next? Wait, I mean, he he wasn't even working for the team. And they're they're firing him over some emails. What is this? Communist this? China? What is this? Uh, <laughs> so th- this is the coach of the for like non sports people. This is the coach of. The Las Vegas Raiders, he is widely regarded as like the most overpaid coach. He was on a 10-year, $100 million contract, which when they signed it, everyone was like, what, huh? Um, he Wait, had that's his six... deal with the, the Raiders? That was his deal with the Raiders, yeah. Oh, my God. I need... So Man, I... <laughs> there's plenty of reasons for like them to be very happy that they got out of this, but they they were he was four years into it they didn't have much success they were doing okay so far this year three and one but he had success in the early 2000s uh then retired and became a commentator for like if you listen to his commentating you were like wow the, this is this person does not know like it's just not not the sharpest uh tool in not the, the sharpest football on the field. Yeah, not the sharpest football on the bag of footballs. <laughs> and uh and then so when they offered him that deal, it was like, wow, that's amazing that they were that impressed by seeing his mind at work. But anyways, in 2011, sent some wildly offensive emails, racist, uh sexist, homophobic, transphobic, and they recently came to light and uh, he stepped down or was asked to resign. It's kind of not clear at this point. He has, I think, the only openly gay uh, player in the NFL on his yeah. team. He, Carl like, why would you ever want to play for this guy? Like he, yeah, because he said some shit about Michael Sam too, right? That that's right. like what he was referring to, and some of the other, yeah, we fucking ignorant shit he was saying. Yeah, it, and just wildly racist shit, uh, and you know. He like that any questions that people have about like, oh, like it, they're acting as though he was disqualified on a technicality from doing a job. He was going to continue to be just the same in t- terms of effectiveness. Like, right. He there's no way that anybody would want to see his fucking face like and he's supposed to be like a leader of this. Yeah. Team. Like. So just on that basis, like, well, of course he's going to fucking resign. <laughs> like, I think everybody who is like, oh, shit, this is this is bullshit is just like picturing this happening to them, I feel like. And is well, like, I'd, I think it's not fair. This is like another way I've seen men kind of cape for this kind of shit. Because if you played sports 
in the 90s and and prior, yo, you would get fucking screamed at. You would be called all kinds of terrible things that you should not be saying at adults, let alone children. Because there's like this mentality of like this hyper-aggressive coaching style. And I see a lot of people, like even people I know who grew up playing football, who are like, well, God, they wouldn't want to know what happened with my coach. And I get that. It's like, I get that that may have been something that happened to you when you're younger and having a, like a super screamy, toxic coach and things like that. But there's also like, that's not the only way to motivate someone. And I think I'm curious to know if this, if this does bring up a larger thing was like, well, this is pretty normal in football because football is pretty uh, aggro, (laughs) hyper-masculine, toxic. And the the way in which we compel these athletes to to motivate them is to emasculate them, use these toxic tropes or whatever race, whatever the case may be, just to rile them up, you know, just to get them fired up, you know. And that's and I don't right. mean that stuff, just to get them fired up. When you know, I, I, does that mean we'll be able to say like, actually, there are more effective ways of motivating people, and it doesn't involve violently yelling shit in their face, yeah, or the- having that personality to be a good coach. The NBA uh, left that shit behind a long time ago. Like any coach who like is known for like shouting at the players and like being a hard ass, like they burned their way out of the NBA a long time ago. And like the people who just treat the players like fucking professionals and like geniuses at the sports that they play right. uh, usually does better. Gruden is definitely a holdover. Like I, I feel like there aren't that many like animated aggro nfl coaches anymore but no he yeah like i don't know it's i remember even my grandfather right who he could he could barely see but he could be like oh gruden he's mad that's like the one he would always be like oh gruden's mean mean. (laughs) i don't know if i like him he's mean yeah uh and but i mean what was the only thing was it what he just won with the buccaneers is that like his heyday yeah yeah, he won with the Bucs. Jeez, I mean, that's... Uh, see, I remember that shit. I'm not fucking with the NFL like that anymore. Against but... the Raiders, I think, in the oh. in the Super Bowl. So oh. he kind of did a twofer where he uh, was complaining, like making fun of people wanting the Washington football team's name changed from a racist slur and said that they should spend time in the concussion protocol tent because he was against concussion, like treating players who have just gotten a concussion uh, yeah, with dinosaur. sensitivity. <laughs> so, um, But his defense for the concussion thing was that he was on a mission to get more children playing football at, at the high school age uh, at the time. So like that was his what? defense. It was like, ah, sorry, you know, I was just trying to get parents to not be scared to have their kids go out there and get, uh, you know, injuries to their brain. Right. Uh, it's oh, it's just wild. It's a, well, you yeah. hate to see when a dinosaur self owns with an asteroid made of their own emails. Mm. Beautiful. But, well, let the evolution continue. Um, anyways, uh, another award winning dipshit Dean Kane mm-hmm. uh, is pissed that Superman came out as bi. The um, heck is this? The heck is going on here? My I mean, Superman? My super Oh, my Superman? A by Superman? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, he's just look, he's really mad because DC Comics they're like, yeah, Superman is bisexual. Great. Cool. Uh people there's 
so many human beings on Earth. Well, glad to see more diverse uh, portrayals of superheroes rather than be like, superheroes can only be cis het dudes, okay? And Dean Cain came out and basically saying some shit like, you know, this is, this like reeks of them. He said, quote, it isn't bold or brave. And just acting like, oh, they're just caving to the pressures and like this is, you know, just all this tired ass culture war shit because that's where Dean Cain is at. Um, and like, let's you act like people look. People maybe liked the first season of fucking uh, what was it, Lois and Clark? I wanted to say Smallville, but it was uh, even less relevant. Yeah, super. And stop putting people of Japanese descent to shame, Dean Kane. Just sit your ass down, fool. Yeah, that's plenty. Uh, and then <laughs> that's plenty on Dean Kane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then Black China was at the Miami airport screaming about the vaccine and how good it is. Yeah, actually, <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, oh no, come right. on, don't be another rap rap lady uh, on the wrong side of this vaccine debate who's about to go on Tucker Carlson. I just want you to hear this because she she went like, I don't. There's a she must have been talking for a minute because her people, like her bodyguards and like her manager, or whatever, like, yo, we got to go to the the driver. And a certain point, like, I don't give a fuck about the driver. And wow. she might be talking to a specific person or just generally being like, y'all need to get this vaccine. Um, so yeah, was she talking to like a TMZ reporter or she's no, just kind of holding court in she, the... I don't know who she's, there's a lot of angles of this. Every time I've seen it, she's just yelling off the off camera. So mm-hmm. I don't know if someone, you know, it could be one of those things where someone just got, gets you fucked up and now you're just going off just in general, letting people know right. who the fuck you are. As she said, I'm from DC about to Miami to LA. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's real rap shit. Um, or, you know, maybe she's overheard someone having an attitude about vaccines or something, but I don't know. Like she said, go get vaccinated and stop being stupid, ho. I mean, the way anti-vaxxers are, I'm sure somebody said some shit to her, you know? It's, right. just seems like the, the way it goes. Yeah. I, I was just talking to somebody who was like, <laughs> just had to have like a half hour conversation with somebody in a meeting about fucking Dean Kane. Like right. it's just uh people really they want you to know how stupid they are. Um all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back and uh Kyrie is trending. Uh, because the Nets GM, Sean Marks, uh, is basically saying he's not on the team if he's not going to get the vaccine and only play part-time. Like, that's just not a, not a thing we can do. Sorry, Kyrie. We're looking for full-time positions on this very (laughs) expensive basketball team. We can't just have, uh, someone coming with a half order. Um, and the whole thing was sort of like, it's not fair to the other players we're trying to cultivate a championship team and by doing that that means everyone has to be on the same page and it's just not gonna work to have someone only available for half the shit because you're refusing to get vaccinated um and 
then you're just willing to stick to that. I don't know what this. I don't know what's gonna come of this. Yeah, I don't know if he retired. We, we were talking to uh, DJ Dramos, our other producer, Nets fan, and I was just like, "What do you What do you think about this? This fucking sucks, huh? For y'all." <laughs> <laughs> but like at Joying the same time, your boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ooh, but it's like your big three might just Ooh, be a big two. Uh, no, but more than that, like you know that Kyrie is the kind of person who I could believe either scenario. That he would get vaccinated, like, all right, man, like, fuck, it, let's just focus on the season, like, that's that's review, like, let's just go forward. Or he's like, no, I will retire, and I will, I'm, that's this is where I'm willing to go with it, or I'll play in China or something and go get a check. Um, man, he get a fucking check though out there. He is a top twenty player in the NBA, and the Nets might still be the favorites to win it even without him <laughs> like that's how I mean yeah if they are if Harden and KD are Harden and KD that that seems pretty good seems like you could do a lot with that too <laughs> two top 5 guys yeah uh they might be all right also uh, Ben Simmons reported to the Sixers uh said he was trying to make prove a point with his absence and you know missing out on training camp and I don't know Point, you know, it's probably proven. <laughs> point taken, I guess. It's going to be, you know, Philadelphia fans are Some of the best. not the most <laughs> forgiving of people. <laughs> Some uh, of the best. And they are, we're already starting Fuck Ben Simmons chants at a professional yeah. wrestling event. Um, they, they, so. they burned the jerseys the second he even thought about missing camp, I remember. They're like, all yeah. right, then, bro. <laughs> It's a tough sell because he did just was kind of one of the main reasons that the team that that seemed promising was first in the East, uh, you know, went out in the second round again. Um, So they're already like looking for a reason to be mad at him. And then he says he would never want to play for the team. And, you know, it's a it's a toxic cocktail. Uh, I I see it from his like he's in a very shitty situation. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't love it. Maybe Ben Simmons and Kyrie should just both retire, you know? Yeah. They're, they're hey, both, go to China, uh, man. Get the check. There you go. But I do think part of the Kyrie thing is he doesn't really like basketball that much at this stage. What do you think uh, he'd rather be doing? I don't know. Like train modeling? <laughs> he goes into the model train business with uh, Neil Young. Yeah, I just exactly. Found out Neil Young owns like the type of train that I have bought the most for my uh, train obsessed son. What do you like mean? He owns he owns the company. Like he, oh, like the toy like the toy maker. Yeah, it's called Lionel. It's been around since like the and Neil Young is now the owner of that company. It. Yeah, because he's like he got super into trains. I think he has a son uh, who is autistic and was really into trains, and so he just went all in and then just bought the fucking company which is pretty cool hell yeah he's like yeah man save more money if you own the company yeah scream there's a new trailer yeah. for scream part this is four right the five scream five yeah got it uh and it looks like a scream movie yeah um uh for our modern era though i was like i was waiting i was like i hope that they have something that indicates that uh it's happening now and the killer 
uh, Ghostface, which is a name I don't subscribe to because there's only one true Ghostface in my mind, but that's mm-hmm. what people call him, Ghostface. That's Dennis but, Coles. Um, <laughs> exactly. Technology. He he he's good at uh, technology now. Yeah. So uh, he's able he, to he'll like, hack the shit out of your simplest safe home security system. Yeah. Unless you have that VPN on it. Right. Hashtag ad. Um. But yeah, I don't know. He's. I, I was like, where are the elderly people at? And then they appeared. Courtney <laughs> Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell, who must have hopped in off a fucking time machine. Yeah, they all um, look pretty good. But Nev Everyone Campbell looks so amazing. healthy. Nev Campbell, I'm like, wow, look what happens when... Because she retired from acting. Because she was like, nah, man, I'm, I can't really... I'm not really with this Hollywood shit. And it, it looks like the greatest thing anyone could do for their health. Right. <laughs> like, Turns out? Yeah. That's, I'm off that's that. That's healthy. But I'm, I'm actually... For, I, I don't know. Shout out the Canadian God, uh, Nev. But I, I'm like very interested in it because I haven't seen her face in so long. I'm yeah. Like, yes, Nev Campbell. Yes. Okay. Go on. I will buy a ticket to this. Have you watched all the screams? Uh, I've watched the first. One. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I like, I watched the first four. <laughs> uh, four have you seen I, four? I was three fully. And four? Based off an of edible. I saw three in the theater. I saw the first three in theaters, though. Fourth, no. I, I disrespected. That's when Blockbuster used to send you DVDs like Netflix and shit. Oh, okay. I think maybe that's where I saw it. No. Wait. Am I even thinking correctly? Anyway, it was something. You should have called it Scream 4 Ice Cream. No, it wasn't the... Maybe that was Scream 3 that I saw like that. Whatever it was, I've seen the, four, I've seen the fourth, but not in any meaningful way. Scream 4 Ice Cream. Like uh, ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. Ice cream. Ah, okay. Th- that's what they should have called it. We should um, call Dimension Films. I'm not know about that. <laughs> called Dementia Films with that joke for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, let's talk about the box office. Uh, there is uh, just the lowest stake story of all time, but people don't know what to make of uh, the latest James Bond movies. Turn at the box office. Was it Bafo Miles? Or I don't was know. It you tell me. Not did it fall fall short? Did it fall flat? A lot of reports, a lot of headlines. First sign of turbulence at the box office. No time to die. Uh, pulled in fifty six million dollars domestically, um, which is a problem because it costs I think two hundred and eighty million dollars to make somehow. You know, it's only slightly short of industry projections, uh, which are were between 60 and 70. It's been doing incredibly well everywhere except the United States. Skyfall, which is the highest grossing bond, only made like 27% of its money uh, in, in the U.S. And they're also saying Bond's audience skews older than like your typical Marvel movies. And older people uh, might be more reluctant to go to the movies right now for some reason. Mm. Uh, Can't imagine and, why. Yeah. And we, should, we, should, we need to cut their unemployment benefits then. Right. Then they'll go to the theaters. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's, I don't know, it's weird because a lot of, like, when Black Widow came out, it got really good publicity for making $60 million, which is, uh, you might notice, is basically the same as the Bond one. And then it, had a drop off at the box office the following week, and they were like, "Disney's Black Widow gamble didn't pay off." But the first thing they're like, "We love it." How well, the secret behind the success of their right. big debut? To- Shang Chi was like, I thought a major success story, but then people were also saying like it 
wasn't it didn't perform well um and i don't know it's just it's i think basically what we're seeing is that nobody knows what to make of box office performance like now because we have so few um you know samples to to work from like the sample size very small of movies released post pandemic and we're still in the pandemic so right. it's like uh it's it's a moving target uh being shot by a not particularly skilled marksman right uh, so i wonder what if this will change the way studios even think about films or how to release content cuz you'll look at something then where it's like squid game that has like the ubiquity that a film would like just be you know sacrifice their children for yeah it's like fuck man do we just play like like low ball you know small ball and just get these fucking laser guided hits or do we keep putting out these fucking massive outlays of cash for these tentpole films and then just like pray to our the (laughs) altar of child sacrifice that we can cover the budget plus marketing costs yeah like on the one hand i would love a world where you know blockbusters were just like a couple every summer that like cost over 100 million and then everything else was just like cool movie ideas made right. with like 50 act- great actors. movies rather than <laughs> yeah four dusted off ip reboots yeah but on the other hand i do need every movie i watch to culminate with a, a portal in the sky uh yeah and, okay. and those fair. cost money those are those are pretty pricey well, um, I have an app that will do that actually. So you can in, you can enjoy any film. Wow. Um, Serafina with Whoopi Goldberg. I can make a fucking <laughs> portal come out the sky in Africa out of nowhere. Wow. Um, I heard the movie is good though the the Bond movie. Or I've heard mixed things, but I've heard pretty good things from people whose taste I respect. So okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, just, I just it doesn't excite me. The last. Since uh, yeah, I just always catch them on DVD now, or like mm. in, at home. I haven't I haven't gotten my stinking ass to a theater for a Bond film in a minute. You like the line of thinking, or like one of the actual like threads in the movies, starting I think like with the second Daniel Craig Bond was like he's too old, he's too out of shape to be a spy. Like we gotta, he's gotta hang it up. That was like three movies ago, right? But, like I don't. I don't know how this is gonna... <laughs> they pick someone older than Dave <laughs> to be the next Bond. I mean, you know. Uh, anyways, that is going to do it for us this Tuesday, October 12th. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about mm-hmm. white supremacy. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.